On Shabbos, we read about the mitzvah of Bekurim. The Pasuk says, A farmer is obligated to take the first fruits that ripen and bring them up to the Beis HaMikdash and give them to the Kayan. I'd like to share with you a fascinating medrash about the mitzvah of Bekurim. The Torah begins, Bereshis bara elakim. Homiletically, the word Bereshis is a contraction of two words. It can be translated as Beshvil Reishis, because of Reishis. This implies that the world was created as a result of things that are called Reishis. Things that are such prime significance that the Torah refers to them as Reishis. Says the Medrash, there are three things that are called Reishis. And the world was created for three primary purposes. Klal Yisrael, the Torah, and Bakurim. These three are referred to in the Pasik as Reishis. Like we read by Bakurim, called But the question is, which of these three doesn't belong? Klal Yisrael, we understand that the world cannot exist without the Jewish people. And obviously, there would be no purpose to the world without the Torah. But Bakurim? Bakurim would not seem to be on anyone's top ten list of mitzvahs. And yet, here the Medrash states that the world was created for the sake of this mitzvah. So how do we understand this Medrash? And the al says something remarkable. The mitzvah of Bakurim contains within it something that is fundamental to being a human being. Something so basic and primary that the entire world's creation was actualized just for this mitzvah. And that is the obligation for our karasatayf, for people to express their gratitude. Says the Alshech, Bekurim, which symbolizes this midah, is so significant that the world was created for the sake of this mitzvah. So now the farmer hands his first fruits to the koyan and makes a rather lengthy declaration. Arami Ovid Avi, and he went down to Mitzrayim, and we became a powerful and populous nation. And the Egyptians mistreated us and made us suffer, subjecting us to harsh labor. Then we cried out to Hashem, and He brought us out of Egypt with a strong hand and outstretched arm, of a Moira Gadol, and with signs and wonders. And He brought us to Eretz Yisrael, and He gave us this land, Eretz Zavas Chalavudvash. If these pesukim sound familiar, it's because this is a central part of the Agadah the story that we tell at the Seder table. But the question is, why is this farmer giving us a history lesson? This is a joyous day. He's celebrating his special day in the Beis HaMikdash. Why drudge up a dark period in Jewish history, the oppression that we suffered in the Mitzrayim? But here the Torah is teaching us the depth of a karsatayf, to what lengths we must go to express our gratitude. The farmer is saying, I'm not only thanking you for my first produce of the season, but I'm also thanking you for freeing my ancestors from the bondage of Mitzrayim all those years ago, because I realized that if not for the miracle of Yitzis Mitzrayim, I would have never had the opportunity to own land in Eretz Israel and all the other amenities I now enjoy. So the parsha of Bekurim is teaching us the profound meaning and significance of a karsatayf. When something good happens to you, you also have to then acknowledge all the other acts of kindness that preceded this event, that enabled you to enjoy this good deed. So by recounting the story of Yitzis Mitzrayim, this landowner acknowledges that if not for that miracle all those years ago, we would have never been in the position to be able to bring fruits up to the Beis HaMikdash. So we owe a debt of gratitude for all the miracles that preceded today's joyous event as well. I'll give you an example. Many times we'll be at a simcha 
and her grandfather will get up to speak. I want to thank Hashem publicly for all the miracles that He's done for me and for saving me from the Nazis in Shemam all those years ago. Why is he talking about a war that occurred 75 years ago? And it's this same idea. Now that he sees that his children and grandchildren are all leading lives of Torah mitzvahs, so he's not only grateful for being Zoycha to have Nachas from this Bar Mitzvah boy, he's also expressing gratitude for all the miracles that happened to him many decades earlier that enabled this Simcha to take place. In today's liberal society, they try to obliterate history, tearing down statues and monuments, uprooting the values and ideals that this country was founded on. They argue that these historical landmarks commemorate figures associated with slavery, colonialism, oppression, and should be demolished. However, we are proud of our history. We have told our story to our children and grandchildren for thousands of years. This is what makes Jewish identity so rich and resonant. The Torah is a book of laws, but also a book about history. Winston Churchill once said, The longer you can look back, the further you can see forward. Every day as we begin Shemayin Ashrei, we invoke our history. We daven for Yeshua's in the merits of our forefathers. Rosh Hashanah is called Yom HaZikaran. We ask Hashem to remember Akedas Yitzchak and all the sacrifices our ancestors made. It's our history that we rely on as we ask Hashem to grant us a good benched yar. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.